When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Jay and I all through the break, we're talking about legacy and Steph and LeBron. I'm losing my mind, Key. KJM is presented by Progressive Insurance. I know you checked out the, the whole break. Max the, and I argued the whole break. What what does what does like what effect, if any, does this That's series, a, Golden State Lakers, have on the legacy of legacies of LeBron and Steph? If you say I, zero, like to, I guess this not even a playoff series. I'd like, I'd, ask, I'd, I'd like to ask our next guest. Um, I'd like to ask him. Sure, he's played uh, for both. Quinn Cook joins us. Quinn, what's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's popping? Good, man. Let, 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 hear me on this. I want to ask you a question that Heckling Jekyll's been going back and forth about for over the last several days about legacy. In this conversations, Quinn, just let you know, I love I hate it. it. Quinn, in, I love in, it. In 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 playoff legacy. games. Now, mind you, both of these individuals have Hall of Fame credentials. Both of these individuals have played against one another in championships. Both of these individuals have multiple championships and records and all that sort of thing. But there's a belief by one individual on the show, Max, that the smart one, Quinn, <laughs> that this second round playoff series with LeBron James and Steph Curry will define <laughs> their legacy, depending on the outcome. No, it will. No, but Max, <laughs> Max, I didn't, never said Max, define Max, their legacies. Max, no, Max, no. Tell, tell Q what you said so he can hear. Effect, it will, not define, effect, yeah. effect, effect. their legacy, yes. depending on Ooh. who wins the damn series. What do you think about Ooh. that? You know, Max, my guy, man. Max, my guy, but um, I would have to disagree. Um, I don't think that uh, six versus seven seed. Second round Western Conference final, not Western Conference final, but Western Conference matchup um, affects Steph's or or Bron's legacy. Whether which one loses, just in my humble opinion. Quinn, let me let me actually tell you what I think, and then you can respond Thank to you. what okay. I actually think. Thank you, Quinn. So so they've <laughs> met in the playoffs four times, right? The two signature yep. players of where, their era. Where did they right? meet in the playoffs? Well, no, Max? I'm, I'm talking. No, no, to I'm Quinn. just asking the quick question. I'm where, talking. To, no, 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 no. One context. Where in, did they meet in, in, in the, the finals? But you've okay, already made that point ten times. No, I haven't. Now that interrupts the whole thing. Welcome to my life with you as a host. Using the force now. Quinn, they've met four times, and Steph's up 3-1. On the surface, it looks like, oh, wow. On the other hand, when you look at it closely, Steph's always been favored, but the only time he's won is when he's had an overwhelming advantage. So in 15, Kevin Love and Kyrie go down, still goes six games, but come on, man. LeBron by himself Mm -hmm. not going to beat Steph. 16, LeBron wins. 73-win team. Then they add KD. Mm -hmm. It's a wrap at that. KD would have gone to the Cavs. That would have been a wrap that way. He went to the Warriors. It was a wrap that way. Now we're back in a situation where there's no overwhelming advantage. I think it would be 
It would enhance Steph if he's able to beat a LeBron team without an overwhelming advantage. And it would enhance LeBron if, once again, without an overwhelming advantage, he was able to beat Steph. That's my point. You think it has no effect at all? Um, I mean, nah, not really. I mean, I just think – I don't think that in uh, in January we thought the Lakers would make the playoffs and the way – you know, they, they put that team together and they mustered, you know, to pull off this run. Um, it's definitely incredible. But I just think the stage, I just think it's the second round. Um, I think the stage of the finals is just totally different. Um, but like you said, like in 15, obviously, you know, 15 with no K-Love, no Kyrie. I mean, for LeBron to win two games was incredible. Obviously, 16, you have one of the greatest comebacks in sports history. LeBron and then obviously Kevin going there 17-18 wasn't close but this might be the fairest matchup um, like you said but I just still don't think the stage is is as bright obviously the Warriors and Lakers is probably the biggest two biggest fan bases in basketball no disrespect to the Knicks um, and Celtics but I mean uh, as of late I mean um, for these two powerhouses to go against each other is definitely great great for the game but I still don't think them meeting in the second round um, will hold as much weight as them meeting in the finals. Appreciate you, are, are brother. You done, Max? No, I mean, done, that Max? seems to be the consensus among the former athletes is that the stage is not as big. I still I don't agree with that. Far, I still think it has some effect. That, don't you think the former athletes would Quinn? have a little bit different feeling, Max? Just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it, just, it, it doesn't have as much of an effect. I don't think it's nothing, though. I think it's something. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Quinn, can we get into some basketball talk for a heartbeat Let's here? Do it. Um, <laughs> Jay, buddy. Yo, when you watch the Lakers – um, you know, top lock on the, the screens, right? And, and and literally forcing Steph to run across, uh, run through their chest and, you know, deny him the full length of the court and the way LeBron and AD played off Kevon Looney and Draymond Green. From somebody who's played with Steph and somebody who's been coached by Steve Kerr in your career, what adjustments do you think that we'll see in game two to get Steph or to drag AD more so away from the rim to open up those yeah. opportunities so for them to run their continuity offense? Yeah, I mean, I love Loon. Um, I love Dre. Obviously, I think Loon, um, you know, after Steph, I thought he, you know, played the best in uh, in the first round against Sack. Um, but I don't know if you can play Dre, Draymond, and Loon as much together just because Draymond isn't – hasn't been a threat on a perimeter – um, like he used to be this entire season. And I think um, the adjustments is, you know, maybe they can split some minutes or maybe you put Draymond more um, on the ball screen with Steph like they used to do against Cleveland. Now you're playing four and three. Um, maybe you get some more slips with Loon um, on the ball, not small. just off the ball. Go small yeah, Q so with Dre at the five? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, I just think uh, – you know, I know, I know I, the best coach I've ever been around with adjustments is Steve. So um, I know he he probably hasn't slept the last two nights. So I know I know tonight they'll they'll have something um, different, a different look than we saw in Game One. Q, when you look at the Lakers, got Game One in in um, at Golden State, should they be favored now? Should they should we actually look at the Lakers different, or should we just say, ah, oh, well they they won that one, but they won't be able to finish the deal? Um, I definitely think um, 
you know, the series, obviously I always say the series doesn't start until the, the road team wins one, but that was a statement win. Just like in Memphis, I thought we all um, thought that, you know, the Lakers would be Memphis, but obviously a two versus seven, you know, uh, the Grizzlies, you know, they, they've been one of the better teams in the West and, for for them to get game one against the Grizzlies the series before kind of made that statement and it was kind of like the same um, Tuesday. It's like, wow, okay. All right, Lakers are serious. So um, I wouldn't say that the series is over, but I definitely think that was a statement game. Um, and I would say their favorite. I, I picked the Warriors to win um, a series. But should we be looking Should we be looking at the Lakers as a seven? And I mean, what I mean by that is if this team was put together – in the start of the so, season, um, you did Yes, exactly, exactly if, they, exactly. if they was put together at the start of the season, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about them being a seven seed. Maybe now they finally getting into a team rhythm with one another. Exactly. And AD's playing out his mind. AD's playing like the AD we've been accustomed to seeing too since he's you know been in the league. So um, a healthy AD, a healthy Braun is scary with anybody. Um, on the court with them, but you add, you know, Schroeder, you know, um, D'Lo, Vanderbilt, Austin Reeves, um, Huchimura. I mean, uh, they, they got a really, really, really good squad right now. Who's the guy out of all those guys that you tr- – other than LeBron and AD that you – I mean, D'Angelo Russell maybe is the third best player, but who's the guy you trust yeah. the most in a big moment of the supporting cast for the Lakers? Um, I, I would say uh, D'Lo, obviously. You know, he's a max guy. Getting max money. He's been an All Star. He's performed um, during his time in the playoffs. His time in Brooklyn, and uh, I think he was overshadowed a little bit in Minnesota. So I think he has a, you know, a, a chip on his shoulder. Um, and honestly, me, I trust Schroeder, man. I, I love Schroeder. You know, I played, you know, on Schroeder's team in Atlanta and in, in, in LA. Um, his first year there, my last year there. So um, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. He's their best free throw shooter um, late in the game. Um, and uh, you know, he's going to make Steph work. He's going to make Clay work. Um, and uh, I love those two together, man. I love D'Lo and Schroeder on the court with Bron and AD. And, you know, you can throw Austin Reeves um, there. You can throw Vanderbilt there for me. Ooh, two-time NBA champion, one-time national champion in college, former Warriors and Lakers guard Quinn Cook joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Q, I'm going to ask you a tough question here. Say hypothetically the Warriors lose – to the Lakers, you know, with this new CBA coming out and the uh, luxury tax is different uh, for a guy like Joe Lacob, who is over the luxury tax. If, if you were Joe yeah. Lacob with this team, obviously Bob Myers hasn't been extended. Draymond Green has not been in ex- extended. And you have Clay Thompson, who's looking for a max. Uh, what do you do if the Warriors lose to the Lakers in this series? How, do you keep this team together? Do you break them apart? What do you do? Obviously, if the money if the money um, all works, I think you you, you got to bring the team back together. Um, you would be uh, a year removed from winning another championship, their fourth championship. Um, obviously, Draymond would be thirty three. Um, I think Clay would be thirty three, um, and uh, I think they got I think they got another another run at it. Uh, I think this year was a little funky. Um, obviously, coming off the championship, obviously it's hard to win, but it's harder to defend. And, uh, you know, with Wiggs being out the 30, 35 games, however he, he was out, I mean, with them losing GP2 and them him getting back but him still being hurt, um, I just think they had a funky year. 
But uh, obviously, I would never count them out. But like you said, hypothetically, if they were to lose, what, we, what would I do? I just think if the money made sense and, and we could put everything together, um, I would definitely bring everybody back, sure. Quinn, Cook, before, we, before we let you go, your take on Jordan Poole, the shot he took, all that stuff, and like, what do you think, what's your interpretation of Poole as a, as a Golden State Warrior player? I love Poole. I loved him in high school. Um, I seen him play in high school. I loved him in college. Um, he was a gamer in college. Um, I remember when I signed with the Lakers, that's when the Warriors drafted Poole, and I remember having a long conversation with him after the draft. And um, I love his temperament. I love his makeup. Um, started out rocky for him a little bit, but he figured it out. And obviously he was, you know, one of the biggest components in them winning the championship last year. Um, obviously I think he thought he deserved his money. Um, I think, like, like I just feel like they've had a funky year. Um, I think he's still trying to figure his role out. Am I a starter? Am I a six-man? Like, what do you need me to do? But uh, I love the shot when he took it, but I didn't really dissect it, um, obviously, because it, it, it was moving fast. You know, I've seen him make that shot before um, plenty of times um, in the game. So I wasn't mad at it, but I didn't realize how much time he had on the clock. Um, and I didn't realize the crazy – Close out that Vanderbilt did. I mean, Vanderbilt loaded to the ball with Steph. He got to Draymond, saw AD was in front of Draymond, and then, you know, he had the presence of mind to run the pool, and he had a small contest on um, which affected Jordan Poole's shot. You know, obviously, probably would have took a dribble in, whatever, whatever, but that's in hindsight. But um, I wasn't mad at the shot um, at first, but thought he could have got a better one. But uh, I think with Clay, Steph, and Jordan, I'm not mad at, at, at their shot selection. Obviously, you know, he felt he was wide open, so. Uh, Felt like he could have got a better one, but I wasn't. I wasn't mad at the shot. Wayne Cook, ladies and gentlemen, two-time NBA champion, former Laker, former Warrior. Thanks, Quinn. Always good talking to you. All right, Q. All right, brother. All right, I love y'all. See y'all soon. Appreciate it, truth, Quinn. It's better to talk to you when you agree with me and not them. That's then it's better. Right, <laughs> my guy, my guy. Basketball, Max. It's people who know basketball. I want to see this guy on the show again. Yeah. All right, see. So. It's my favorite. His new man. teammates are Nothing in awe. Here. Of Aaron Rodgers. It's like when I joined the show. You guys were in awe. Is that a good thing, though? KJM ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Diana Russini, ESPN NFL reporter with us now. 
going on, Diana? Good morning, guys. Man, hey, the guys. vibe changed around here. I walked in. Everyone's all grumpy and salty, well, talking about how Max. they're working too much. And Jay, now Jay just tried to tell me the playoffs don't matter. Anyway, listen. <laughs> I think that's a, is that a fair assessment of what no, you said? No, that's not. A I fair think assessment. it is. It's the legacy of LeBron nah, and Steph do not matter in the second round. I don't know. If Aaron Rodgers faces some other great quarterback in the second round, I think the outcome matters. But maybe oh, you don't. Does. That's okay. What, 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 uh, oh, what do you think God. of the Jets players already kind of uh, being in awe of Aaron Rodgers, Diana? Look, this building's in love with Aaron Rodgers already. Um, I spoke with a few people in the building over the last few days to just try to get an idea of what it's been like since Aaron has arrived, right? Because we've seen the videos. We've now heard from some of the young players talking about what it's like to be around him. And and everything that everyone's sharing out of uh, Florham Park is that he's made an immediate impact. Just from a leadership standpoint on the field, um, I had one person share. It's like, it's just, it's really just like having another coach out there. And look, we've heard these things about Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for years, but the fact that he's been able to already have an impact and he's only been there a few days um, the you know he's getting rave reviews and and look I even spoke to some people there they tend to be a little salty they've got a little grumpiness to them at all times mm. and even they're like man this guy is incredible already and he's done a really good job of trying to get to know the staff uh, taking just just his own time to get to know everybody um, and and look. You can physically just look at Aaron Rodgers right now, and he seems really happy. I'm not going to try to play, you know, psychologist here, but he seems like he is really enjoying this. And he shared on the Pat McAfee show uh, how how much of a thrill it's been already. You know, it it uh, it always happens that way. Die is <laughs> when you leave one organization that you maybe had some issues with, and you get to another organization, and the per- perception of you is one thing, and when you get there, people really realize, having been through it myself, like, oh, no, he's not even close to what people try <laughs> to make him out to be. And it kind of helps your career and who you are. So I can certainly see where they would gravitate toward him, and he would become, like, the, the father figure of the team, and it's going to be better for them in terms of that. But there's always a but in this. What if it goes south and goes south fastly? How will they react at that point in time? Why are you ruining the honeymoon already? You're no, already, no, you're just, already talking I, about the bad. I'm just but saying, I just no, know I, how it media goes. Media guy, you know. He, no, no. I know how it goes. <laughs> Look, he's saying it not just from Negative. the media perspective, but 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 from really just life, right? I mean, at some point here, it gets real. It gets it, it's real. it's early May, right? Yeah. Everyone's happy. Everyone's thrilled, and and to his credit, it seems like he's done everything plus some to to really engage and feel part of this Jets organization as the new guy and become a leader already. Um, But now the expectations are high. We've seen what the Jets have done to get him in the building. Uh, I know we've had some fun on this show about the wish list that he gave the Jets about these free agents wanting to come over uh, with him, the guys that he likes Right and, and and look, they're coming to fruition. We we see some of these signings of the last few weeks here, and and Aaron surrounding himself with players he's comfortable with, and and I'm sure um, the perspective of ownership there is just look, he's earned the right, he's our guy. Whatever he needs to be comfortable, whatever he needs to f- to feel, you know, comfortable just in, in this offense with these guys, they're going to do whatever it takes to to get Aaron Rodgers ready, and you know. They're going all in. All the chips are in. The New York Jets are going all in here to make a deep playoff run. And and I haven't had anyone there say Super Bowl or, 
you know, this, this is the goal and, you know, there's signs around the building that, that we're going to win this whole thing. No, of course not. Um, but you got to figure you're not doing all of this, you know, to, 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 to have a 500 year key. Yeah, no, not at all. You mentioned some of those players like a Lazard and then most recently Randall Cobb. And, and you're in the building. You hear everything that goes on, whether you want to tell us about it or not. Did they sign Randall Cobb to be an impact in this offense to a degree, or did they sign Randall Cobb to be a soft pillow for Aaron Rodgers to kind of just be that guy that's around him and keep him happy, so to speak? Key, do you think the New York Jets had Randall Cobb on their free agency board when they weren't sure (laughs) if they were to get Aaron Rodgers? (laughs) Top target. Okay, so – there you go, right? Like, like he's there for the comfort of Aaron Rodgers. It's, he, hey, Aaron, who are some guys you like? Who do you think can help make sure that we get the best version of you? All right, well, here are some of the guys that I, I need really a like. Friends like that, I'll take a comfort check in a heartbeat. <laughs> Wait, look, I need now, a couple friends like this that. This five Jay. million dollars is great for a comfortability. Um, I, I do want to. So, so now that the Jets are the team to beat in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Here come the series of all the questions that when you start and jet, jet players have already been under a microscope yeah. with Robert Sala, but now it's heightened to a different degree. So Sauce Gardner the other day, right, just kind of when he asked about is there any pressure on you guys, he, he kind of comes out and says there's no pressure. When it comes to playing in New York, you just got to tell yourself I'm built for this. Yeah. And that answer gets kind of just criticized and you know, there's <laughs> pressure and like, what do you? What are your thoughts about how this team is going to handle all this series of trap questions that are going to come their way? Like, let's just start from the top with the head coach Robert Sala, right? Without a doubt, his strength is leadership. Without a doubt, the players love him. I think he is able to to find the right tone and set a really good example of of how they're going to handle all of this. And and I think Sala's done a really good job over the years too, and even in this past off season in just managing the emotions, even when they were unsure about Rodgers. Anytime we would see Salah, whether it was at the Combine or league meetings, he just stays right in the middle. Mm-hmm. He's never high, never low, not, 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 not too thrilled. But then when it comes to being on the field and at practice, players always tell me, like, you know, he, he's, he's a cheerleader in, in a great way, not, not, not in a uh, derogatory way, um, that, that he, that's the type of coach he is and they play for him. So I think it starts with that. Then you have the leadership of Aaron. And, and I look, they're a young team. They are young. But now they're filled with, with a couple of these, these veteran players that I think are going to help with that. And, and I'm really interested to see, once they get to full speed practice, how this defense is going to handle and even learn from a guy like Aaron Rodgers being out there. So, look, their opportunity here as a team is, to just grow collectively, it, it, you know, it could be tremendous. It's just, I think the pressure of New York, especially hearing from a guy like Sauce Garner, who's coming off an, uh, obviously a, an incredible season uh, personally, uh, you know, I think if, if you've gotten a little taste in New York, they're going to be just fine. And, and I'm most interested in how Aaron's going to handle the pressure that comes with New York. Right now, everything's good. When right? inevitably there's a there's a, a misstep because you no know, one's perfect. Yeah, and, and look, no we're, we're all perfect. playing nice right now. Everyone is being nice at the press conferences because there's nothing else. W- w- what are we going to go? You know, challenge uh, these players with with questions. What do we? What could we possibly ask? We haven't seen anything. We don't know anything. We've seen incredible hype videos, which the Jets have pumped out. They, they those things are Emmy award winning 
hype video. I, I would love if they can make one for the show here. We'll open it up with it. It's that good. Um, so, look, the excitement's there. The enthusiasm's there. Um, let, let's just see when this thing gets going. Diana Rossini, ladies and gentlemen. And if only we had someone on this show who could speak to the pressure of playing in New York, specifically for the Jets. Well, we're going to have to book a guest, I guess. Who would that be? No, no, get on that. Find someone, uh, please, at ESPN who would know what it is to feel pressure, especially if he's like a highly a high draft pick who's played in New York for the Jets, and let's see if we can book him to discuss pressure and, and the we sauce find, garden. we got to find a loud mouth, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> loud mouth. Yeah. yeah. Figure out who that might be. Thank you, Diana. Thanks, Thanks Di. guys. Good to be here. Is there pressure to play in New York? We'll figure out someone who could speak to this. KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Pressure on playing in New York. While Nuno is still looking for... A high draft pick hey. who played a premium position and, mm. and played for the Jets so can speak to pressure mm. oh. in New York. Listen to Sauce Gardner. Here's what the Jets cornerback about a talk he had with Rodgers and, and that pressure. There's no pressure. You know, when it comes to playing in New York, you just got to tell yourself, I'm built for this. Man, Aaron, we just caught ourselves yesterday just telling each other, like, I'm built for this. You know, he said he built for this, like, we just had that one-on-one moment when we were out eating dinner. That's all it really is. You know, I was just trying to share with him, like, my experience when it comes to playing in New York and how my mentality was to just have a mindset that I'm built for it and just embrace the New York culture, embrace the New York media, embrace the New York fans, embrace everything that comes with New York instead of just trying to be so perfect because 
the end of the day, everybody make mistakes, man. Everybody go through adversity. That's what it's all about. Keyshawn Johnson. Who did he play for? The New York Jets. He did? Big mouth Keyshawn Johnson, the number one overall draft pick, comes to New York. What's it like, Key? What's the pressure like playing for the Jets in New York? Big mouth. Big mouth Keyshawn Johnson. It, it, the sauce is right to a degree, but he's been max. He's on a honeymoon period, right? He's a rookie. They, they were doing good. He played well. He got rookie of the year. He hasn't faced any adversity at all. It's been pretty perfect for him. I think once he really faces some adversity and the Sharks really start to circle, a little bit different when I played because it was not the social media as much as it was the print papers, the newspapers, the sports talk radio, the screaming and the hollering, and everybody's fighting for a narrative and a storyline. So even if you wasn't doing what they say you was doing, they were still writing it in big, bold headlines. So the pressure was coming on. Aaron Rodgers or Sauce Gardner haven't, they haven't gotten that yet in New York. Uh, it's all When did you moment. first get it, Key? Like, what was the first moment you thought, like, some adversity hit or, or something happened, you, you mean, know, sensational you, thing you in mean the media? year one? Yeah, right, I'm you sure. But year one when they didn't win a lot of games? But, but like, but what moment were you like, oh, this is what they're talking about? Or the media came at you or there was the first pitfall? Like, do you remember well, that it, moment? It, it, oh, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was um, mini camp. So it was mini camp. <laughs> Forget about the first, first game, game, mini camp. Mini camp, <laughs> mini camp right? So mini camp, you get drafted. You go to mini camp. You sign, the, you sign papers to protect you from a waiver standpoint, blah, 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 blah. So you go to mini camp. It was like a week after I got drafted. So I'm on the Chitlin circuit. And the Chitlin circuit is when you're just going around and you're doing all these appearances and you're doing all this different stuff. So you're not really working out between the time you get drafted to the time you go to camp, mini camp. And you might be a little out of shape, so to speak. So I go to mini camp. And clearly when you look at me, Max and Jay, you go, damn, they got bamboozled. Because I look like a dude that was just trying out for the team. Right. Right? Like, I just got through working out at the in, at the Coliseum Deli there in Long Island, getting a, a burger with a lot of fries and not working out. So, I look horrible. And I didn't care, but they attacked me. It was headlines. It was all this sort of stuff. So, I realized at that point in time, I said, okay, I see what they're doing. I see what they're getting ready to do. So, now I'm going to have to come back. And when I come to training camp, I'm going to have to wild these people, and they're going to have to see something way different. So I came back, showed them something way different. But at the same time, my personality was such that I was still going to be me, you know, West Coast cool, not even tripping, not this aggressive New York attacking style. So now you got New York attacking uh, uh, against West Coast relaxed, butting heads on a consistent basis, but wasn't going to allow them to crack me. And so at that point in time, I think they realized – yeah, we got to leave him alone. So it's almost like they're it, testing you to see what absolutely. they can. Oh, absolutely, 100%. It's almost like you have to go through this this process and this exercise, right? Like, um, for me, it was, okay, look, at first, let me learn who these individual reporters are because I like to address people by their first name and build relationships. You heard Giannis talk to Eric, right? He was like, well, Eric, you, I mean, you could tell there was an established relationship there. 
that kind of like, all right, like, am I going to cater my response to the person I'm talking to? You then quickly realize that regardless of whether you cater your response to somebody on how he's going to interpret it, that you have 30 other people in the room, they're going to interpret it their own way, right? Observing, so yeah. then you process it and you get to this point in your career like, well, screw that, I'm going to be me. And then you learn that, okay, I'm still going to get crucified being me. And then you recognize it doesn't matter what I say, Max. All that matters is that we win. Because you'll interpret what I say differently when we win. Then I can say the same thing in the loss, and it'll get squared away some way. It'll get presented differently than when we win. Oh, it sounds right. That's it so feels interesting, right. Jay. It's not like all that matters is that I say my truth. No. All that, ma- no, all that matters then, is that we win. Yes. And then you got to realize at the same time, I was blessed from the heavens above. They dropped down the gray-haired old wizard in Bill Parcells <laughs> right in my lap. And once he signed off on it, the Godfather, once he signed off on it, they had to back up, right? And, and, and once I got him in 97... And he said, he's different. Mm-hmm. They have to sign. He signed off on it. They was like, well, if, if he's with me. Bill says this one, yep. this one of my guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's different. Right. And then that difference became something they never seen in New York at the receiver position. A dude that was just ridiculous, did everything, all the dirty work, also balled in the air, balled on the ground, had pizzazz, snack, crackle, pop, all of those sort of things. And then they said to themselves, okay, this is – who's going to take us to the promised land. Mm-hmm. But if I became a bust and a bum, they would have run my ass out of town. They still found it's, Wayne Krebet and tried to pit you two against each other. That wasn't going to work, though, because we never played into it. We never, we never played into it. We continued to support each other and play at a high level. So even though they wanted to stir the pot, you know, you, Max, you know, you're on your little boxing oh, yeah. shows or whatever oh, yeah. back then. <laughs> that you, Keyshawn you Johnson. Stir the pot. I don't know, maybe Wayne Krebet. Maybe you go to Wayne Krebet. All, all those things, but it never affected me. It right. never got to me. And I think at that point, we're winning. We're going to playoffs. We're in championship games. I ball out in my first. But also, game. you when you're See, close with your teammate, when you when it's good with you and your teammate, that other stuff can't affect you the but, same but, way, right? But to add to no. what Key said, though, think about. I, I think people sometimes miss what he just said. He got blessed by above, the right with coach. The right coach. Oh my like, God! Jeff. How. He I was even cursed. better than Coach I'm, Hyde. Are you sure? I almost cursed. Key, how damn important that is. Hey, like, man. Like, that's why you talk about LeBron. Like, you know some once, of LeBron's once, coaches that he's, you know, yeah, the first once Big through? Tuna, once Big Tuna signed off on the Papa, oh, they couldn't say him. They had to back up, yeah. right? They had to, yeah, well, he says he's that guy. He's that guy. And they can't do anything about it. Jay, I know you remember, the, like, those Parcells press conferences were so entertaining. Oh, Parcells would chew the media up. Right, like the the media got in line because it's like you don't want the tongue lashing in front well, of everybody. And then the first year Bill got there, our good friend Sal Palantonio created a firestorm in our locker room on draft day with Coach. Coach wow. told him, "Don't ask the question about." Coach asked him, "Don't ask the question about my book because he didn't give a damn. He wasn't here. He has nothing to do with that. I'm a good dude, and I'm going to help him get to where he needs to." But Sal being Sal, and the, you know, Sal wanted to, he wanted to just, you know, hey, what do you think about Keyshawn's book? And Bill threw him out the, the locker room on draft day. Told him, told him, said, man, you can't even sit in our war room. Get out of here. And, and so, you know, because he was protecting me from the sharks that were circling because mm-hmm. he knew this kid here is good. He knew. Yeah, and, and that's not- how 
you have to look at it on Aaron Rodgers and Sauce Gardner and company. And in it's New York, it's period. so much more than just X's and O's. It's like you got blessed with Bill Parcells. It's not just the X's and O's, but it's how to handle the media and how to handle the team and how to institute a plan and how to deputize your assistant coaches to carry out the plan and all this kind of stuff. When you and, get blessed, Max, by a coach like Jay say, it's a whole nother world. Game changer. It's a whole nother world. You think, you think Sauce is blessed right now? I think he's going to be because mm-hmm. they just got Aaron Rodgers. And I think Robert Sala has turned the corner as a head coach and starting to understand certain things. And Joe Douglas is there. I mean, you I, think about it. You think about it real quick, uh, Jay. If Kobe Bryant really did not get Phil Jackson and he just was Kobe Bryant and never got. Same with Michael Lakers Jordan never, and Tex Winters. The Lakers and never Jackson. got it right. Same thing. If they never got it right with the right coach. He doesn't know how to win. Same thing. He doesn't know how Same to win. Thing. Right. There, w- there will become a, 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 there will become a moment of truth though, because Rob Asala is still young as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, and every team goes through these challenges, right? The ups and downs of the seasons, where Aaron Rodgers and Rob Asala will come to meet head to head. We'll see how that plays out in the New York media and how they handle that. Meantime, LeBron said AD is going to have his. Jersey retired by the the Lakers. Are, are we sure about that, KJM? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So, LeBron, you heard him say it. AD's going to have his Lakers jersey retired here here, listen to LeBron at the at, at the at the press conference talk about that. The Lakers franchise over the years, over the course of their uh, existence, has always had dominant um, big men and dominant guys that have been a force at the rim, and um, you know that's why that's why their jerseys are in the rafters. Um, and AD will be up there when he's done playing, and and. Uh, you know, the number three will be up in the rafters, and uh, it continues to show uh, why um, he's one of the best players that we have in this league. So there are several things there. Number one, how many championships do you have to win with the Lakers to get your jersey retired? Number two, 
Is it easier for the homegrown guys than a guy who gets brought in? Number three, the big man thing is interesting, right? From Kareem to Shaq to even like, you know, uh, uh, Pow, right? If you, if you are a big, that is the signature of the Lakers. Key, where are you on all this? Uh, I, I think LeBron is saying when it's all said and done, he foresees multiple championships in AD's future. I agree with that. If you listen to the way he says it, it's kind of he, predictive. Yeah, it, and whoever that was on the rejoin that said he's already done it, I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't. Whoever that was, they have no idea. When you talk about the position, the bigs, Kareem. Kareem not only was a, from my memory, probably made the all-star game every single year he was a Laker, maybe to the very end, okay? Multiple championships, MVP, just all the craziness in the purple and gold. And then the diesel speaks for itself. And then Powell coming along, Will Chamberlain. It's not just because he put on the uniform and he's a really good player that he's going to go up into the Raptors. There's a lot more from the Lakers' history standpoint that – AD has to do some catching up, and it's a lot, starting with the championships. All those guys, except Wilt, multiple championships. Multiple championships. Yeah, but Wilt only with the Lakers had the one. That's what I said, except for Wilt. Wilt. That was at a different time and era in basketball as well, where a dude in the pros was scoring 100 points. Jay, I I don't know. Like I I hear that. I think it's good business for a a franchise when they – when they when they put a jersey in the rafters and AD has won a championship I think maybe with AD because he really hasn't been available a lot you factor that into and the championship happened in the bubble but I don't know man like he won a chip and he balled out when he did he gets another championship I think the conversation will start to happen I, I think he has a high a high percentage chance to but yeah. Keith, just to go to your point so key like you talk about Wilt Paul Gasol I mean Kareem Shaq George Mikan, that's a pretty – I mean, these are incredible names. Championships so, and all of and, 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 and all, all of it, all of it combined. Powell so, got two. Yeah, Powell yeah. got two. And I wouldn't say – I'd say two he held a similar one, place in that league I, to this I, I, I think AD this, this is one. how AD – also, like, it, how AD wins a championship mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if they were to go this year and win a championship, yeah. that elevates how we look at Anthony Well, he Davis. balled in the first one. Well, that, well, he did, but, you know, you still have the – and certain people, not me, will use the caveat of, well, it was in the bubble, and even though I think he balled out, it's still one. I, I think, think that is one but, little but thing. But you do but still feel like that was LeBron's, to, right? Like this yes. – that was LeBron's team. This feels to me like Anthony Davis's That's team. That's a good point. That was – even and if LeBron, AD was their best player in that or, – or their most prolific score or whatever, it was still LeBron running the show, and this would be like a torch passing. Yes. And LeBron's actually speaking to the future, though. <clears throat> he's, he's, he's foreseeing the Lakers in AD winning multiple championships as they move forward. He's not he, – he's just not saying, oh, he's going to be in the Raptors because he won a championship – in the bubble, AD's been available some of the time. Um, you know, he, I've never heard Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the height of his career as a Laker on the trading block. Or I never heard Shaq in the height of his career other than when him and Kobe went sour in that whole deal, me or you, 
and then they had to trade him away because of that, actually on the trading block, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at it, there's been, what should we do with him? He's not giving so, us what we're looking for it, with AD. So it's just a little key. It, it's a little puzzling. That's all. It's not, it's not a question that you retire LeBron's number, correct? Yeah, you're going to retire LeBron's yeah. number. Yeah, as a yeah, Laker. Because it's yeah. LeBron. As it's a Laker, Laker it's you, LeBron. Yeah, yeah, it's not a question. So I get a statue. AD, yeah, I'm agree. looking at the games played, Jay. It's not just – I agree. The bubble's like a little thing. It kind of like adds up. So 62 games played, they win the chip, but it's in the bubble. Since then, 36, 40, and 56. And I think that's – I honestly believe had, the, had he played more of those seasons, he, he, yes, they it would have already been a done deal. But the fact that he missed all that time – It wouldn't have been a done deal to me. I know, I know we, could, we could have a, a debate about that, but I think it would have been. But the fact that he missed all that time, plus the championship happened in the bubble, it maybe he has to do a little more now. I don't he know, a, a little bit more. I think you just have to, you have to be available, and you have to get another chip. I mean, look, you're competing against greatness here. It's not like you're like if if AD were still with the Pelicans, statue, jersey retire, all that. But when you come to the Lakers. The history there within itself makes it more difficult to get to the rafters. I'm not suggesting this will happen, but they won it. Mm, this is three seasons after this one since they won it, right? It was Lakers and then Bucks and then Warriors and then whoever wins this year might be the Lakers. But it was 10 years before that that they won. And in a previous era, Kobe and, and Powell. And if it's another five or six or seven years and you look and you go, man, in this 20-year span, they won the one chip with LeBron and AD, I'll bet you they retire. The, the, I'll yeah, bet you yeah. they put it in the rafters. Because that becomes the good old days. The standards is what it is now because, damn, they've won so much for so long. What do you think, 888-SAY-ESPN? Should AD have his number all, his, his, his jersey already in the rafters? Max he knows it doesn't do anything else? Max will retire anybody's jersey. <laughs> Joel and B returned. The, the Sixers were blown out. What went wrong, KJM? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.